Folks, are there UFOs flying around in the skies that are being piloted by, uh, by little green men? Are there aliens from other planets and universes invading our skies? And are they, uh, are they, uh, are they flying around and abducting people? Or maybe this, uh, like your average prophecy uh, preacher today. Are there fallen angels and Nephilim sitting in cockpits operating some sort of motorized vehicle or jet? Are they flying around and are people starting to see them and are we getting them on video? What in, what's going on out there? I've written a little booklet that has the answers. It's called The UFOs, Truth or Fable. Now you're going to have to decide, folks, what the truth is and what a fable is. You know, it's a big difference in truth and fiction. We need to get back to the truth. We need to get back to the Word of God. Last week we did a show on my new book about the UFOs. We talked, uh, uh, we talked quite a bit about this. We're going to continue in this, this week's show, and we're going to help you, I promise you. In this program, I'm going to give you the history of UFOs. I'm going to show you where it all started and where it's led to and what's behind it. And it's all in this little book. You're going to want to get this. And uh, so don't go away. Stay tuned. Brother Goodwin here, Dr. Charles Hiltabitter with me. Doc, you got a verse for us uh, yeah. from Peter. Uh, let's have that. Yes, in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 16 says, For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when uh, we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Yeah, so cunningly. This is very Excellent. cunning what's happening. Very cunning. And uh, so it used to be just, you know, a certain fanatical group out there yeah. that went after the UFOs. And yeah. there's all these, there's thousands of UFO stories. They have seminars. They mm -hmm. they all get together and they'll they'll share their abduction story. I don't, I don't believe a bit of it, no. Doc. And uh, I've had Christians call me and tell oh, me yes. they believe it or they, they've seen things. You know, we've all seen things. <laughs> That we are, yeah. that's unidentified. Yeah, I've, I've seen lots of things I can't explain. Yeah. But uh, that doesn't mean it's, it's, it's aliens from out of space. But what the prophecy world is saying is that these are fallen angels and that this is a plan of Satan mm -hmm. and they're abducting women and impregnating them and all this crazy uh, stuff. We, a, we read that last week, I believe. That's uh, fable. Here, here's the whole story in a nutshell. They teach that the sons of God, and of course they believe it started with a gap theory, mm -hmm. and they say that uh, the world existed for millions of years before Genesis 1 verse 2. But they say that, uh, they teach that the sons of God in Genesis 6 were fallen angels. I'm reading right out of the booklet here, page 7. Uh, and that these fallen angels were cast to the earth, and, and they lusted after human women. Mm -hmm. I like to know where they got that at, because it's not, it's not biblical at all. They, they lusted if you're writing after, fiction, though. Yeah. They lusted after human women. They married and bared children with them. 
Uh, I wonder who gave the bride away, huh? Uh, did did uh, did Moses give the bride away and give give his give his daughter to, to a ha an angel? You got to be kidding me! These people they don't they're not thinking properly. Yeah. The the they pro uh, they propose that these children born of them were half human and half angel, and are what the Bible calls in the Hebrew nephilim. <laughs> um, they claim these offspring of fallen angels had no soul. And that they could not be redeemed. They say that in Noah's day, the entire race of man was corrupt and irredeemable. Did you ever read that in Genesis 6? No. no it's not there, is it? Uh, no, it isn't. They were wicked continually. They were, they were evil continually. Mm -hmm. And God was upset. But it doesn't say they were irredeemable. And it certainly doesn't say they had no soul. And why does the Bible say that Noah was a righteous preacher? He was, why would a righteous preacher be preaching a righteous message to, to people who have soul. no hope? Yeah, crazy. They teach that Noah was saved because the flood, uh, uh, because his blood was not corrupted. Not that he was righteous or born again or saved, but because his blood hadn't been corrupted with yeah. the Nephilim. I'm going to take the Bible. Now that's a lie. That's, that's a that's bold faced lie. Yep. That's not why Noah was spared. No. He, 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 Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. That's right. He, he, was, he was righteous because he was a believer in the That's Messiah. Um, they believe one of the eight souls on the ark must have been infected. So one of them got past the door, yeah. and God shut him in, and one of them was lost. Ham's and, wife, they say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I've heard them on national TV say this. Oh, yes. Oh, I've heard it. And years. they say probably the wife of Ham. They pick on mm -hmm. Ham's wife. Yeah, because... It's through Ham that you... And so that's where the DNA of, the, of yeah. this bloodline is hung on and, and comes back in the future. That's how Nimrod shows up out of all yeah. that. So and yeah. uh, mm -hmm. let's see. Now uh, the crowd, uh, this crowd is writing books about these fallen angels and the return of the Nephilim. They have in recent years, and this is what, this is what the book's about. My book's not really about the Nephilim, but this is where it begins. It begins with the Nephilim, but it ends with what my book's about is... The UFOs. UFOs. And let me read the last line here. They have in recent years moved into the UFO realm and are claiming that demonic beings are flying around in spaceships trying to bring deception into the world. You see, they begin with the gap theory and they mm -hmm. end, it ends with UFOs right. in the sky. Well, it begins with the gap theory and if folks would like, they could get on my, uh, my bookstore and I have a two DVD set on factor fiction concerning the gap theory. Okay, good, good stuff, good yeah, stuff. Help I've people seen. understand. Now I made this this statement here, and then we'll move on, Doc. Not everyone in the fallen angel crowd teaches everything that I just mentioned. Not everybody believes all of no, them. No, but all of them together, this is what all they of them cover. believe some of what I just some read. Some of it, yes. But some of them believe all of what I just yes. read. Yes. And uh, by the way, I disagree with all of it. I don't believe any of what I just well, read. Some of them have been holding. Whole meetings on just UFOs, and it's it's getting worse. It's and getting I, worse, and we're headed down a bad path. Headed and down a rabbit hole that doesn't have any hope in it. Doc, that's why I wrote this booklet. It's just twenty-four pages, easy to read. Easy to read, and I think it's going to be enlightening to people. And uh, I give, um, it's my because opinion because it's not able. You're you're presenting yep. facts. In recent years, prophecy teachers have expanded into the UFO hype. Yep. Some out of zeal to gain followers through sensationalism. Others truly have fallen for the sci-fi. Well, I'm convinced some of them rhetoric. really are. They, they yeah. Oh, no doubt. Hook, line, and sinker. They no are doubt. convinced in it. And 
And uh, Now, Doc, where did it all begin? I, in the book, I have the history of UFOs. I went right to history.com. And, and I, I pulled some stuff out of that. The history of this is very interesting. It started, really, in 1947 with two events. Let me, read, let me just read a couple lines here, a couple paragraphs. The first well-known UFO sighting occurred in 1947 when businessman Kenneth Arnold claimed to see a group of nine high-speed objects near Mount Rainer in Washington. That's Washington State now. While he was flying his small plane, he saw these nine objects that were somehow flying around. Now, what were they really? I don't know. They could have been reflections. Could have been, could have been some kind of an illusion. Yeah. Could have been military stuff. Yeah. This is 1947 now. There, there's stuff out there in 1947. As folks will learn when they read my book, they'll, they'll learn about what Germany had way back in 1943. They had a jet plane. That's right. A flying wing, believe it or not. Uh, in fact, if, when we get to it, they'll, they'll find that that flying wing is still being examined and studied today. They're still baffled at why this thing works. Because it, it shouldn't have flown, but it does. It does. And uh, by the way, that's on exhibit in Virginia at a, at, the, at a Smithsonian Museum. I'd like to go see that thing. Um, let's see. He saw this thing. He, he, he called them. He said they moved like little, like saucers skipping on water. Like. Saucers. Like saucers skipping on water, the news report that followed mistakenly stated the ob objects were saucer-shaped. What if he had said they looked like rocks skipping across the water? I guess we'd have flying rocks. Flying rocks. <laughs> yeah. And so this is where flying saucers came yeah. from. It was a mistake. It was not printed properly. That is not what the man said. The second instance... The Roswell incident. In Roswell, um, the same year that this guy saw the flying objects, a rancher nicknamed Mac came across a mysterious 200-yard-long wreckage path near an Army airfield in oh. a place called Roswell, New Mexico. Every UFO enthusiast knows about oh, yeah. Roswell. and uh, It's like for the Islamics, the Mecca. <laughs> yeah, this key became, Everybody's got to go to Mecca. This Everybody's became go to, uh, the Roswell. big UFO yeah. movement. Was this here, the things that this man saw and the things that got twisted, yeah. taken out of context and misunderstood yes. became, to this day there are people who say that the army That's lied. That's the facts. Yeah, yeah, that these were UFO. They believe that they've got a, an alien or something in a, stuck in a in room a, somewhere. Stuck in a box somewhere. I, I've heard Christians oh. have called me on the phone, Brother Goon, I, it's true. They have this, uh, this. I said, have you ever seen it? No, but, uh, but oh, yeah, no. you haven't seen it's it. It's amazing. And if you saw it, you wouldn't know what it was. You couldn't prove nothing. Um, Why are we so gullible when we won't take the facts of the Bible? Local papers reported as the remains of a flying saucer. Now, where did they get <laughs> flying saucer? They got it from the mis yeah, misprinted from story. Yeah. Um, the U.S. military issued a statement saying it was just a weather balloon, though the newspaper photograph suggested otherwise. I think it was something different than a weather balloon because the military lies to us also, and I talk about that in the book. No, they wouldn't um, do that. This was a testing ground. They tested something. I believe they had mannequins and they fell on the ground. They were testing what would happen to people that fall and how to fall out of a plane, that kind of stuff. Um, the flames of conspiracy were further flamed in the 50s 
later on in the 1950s when dummies with latex skin and aluminum mm -hmm. bones yeah. that looked eerily like aliens fell from the sky across New Mexico and were hurriedly picked up by military vehicles. Yes. <laughs> to those who believed in the earlier Roswell sightings, this seemed like a government cover-up. Wow. It was a cover-up. It yeah. was a cover-up of a test, <laughs> a, a test, military test that they don't want anyone to know about. They certainly didn't want Russia to know. For the Air Force, those dummy drops were a way to test new ways for pilots to survive falls. Fifty years later, the military issued a subsequent statement admitting that the Roswell wreckage was part of a Project Mogul, a top-secret atomic espionage project. Oh, that couldn't be. That couldn't yeah. be. No. Then that leads us to Area 51. 1950s <laughs> and 60s were in Area 51. Yep. So Roswell, Area 51, these are terms yep. that we all know about. Yep. What do they all have in common? Military base, yes, testing grounds. Okay, yeah. and that's, that's my, my, my foundation of what I'm trying to get people to see. The, the history of UFOs is the history of really the Cold War and Russia and America fighting each other behind the scenes, trying to outdo each other, build secret yeah. things, um, planes that can go under the radar, spy planes and military equipment. That's what this is all about. Yeah. People are seeing... People are seeing these things, and they're, they're, they're somehow assuming that this is something from out of space, and it's aliens, or, or now it's, it's fallen angels. No, it's military stuff. And now it's developed into uh, conspiratorial ideas, and it's developed into leading people away from truth. Listen to this statement. This is, this is Area 51. In the 50s and 60s, multiple UFO sightings were reported around Area 51 in Nevada, a site used by who? <laughs> the CIA, the U.S. Air Force, and Lockheed Martin. Testing. Wow. wow. Uh, they build airplanes and, and mm -hmm. test stuff, right? Uh, to test flights of experimental aircraft or black aircraft. Mm. Now, that's, that's, high, that's CIA yeah. stuff. Um, mm. Declassified documents show Area 51 was home to a Cold War program called Oxcart, dedicated to creating a spy plane that would be undetectable. Yeah. Well, guess what? They did. They did, and we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember the flying wing? Yep. The reason we know about the flying wing is it's, it's antique now. They've got something else. Oh, my. Um, yes. They talk about the SR-71, the Blackbird, the F-117, Nighthawk, the Archangel-12, all these things. Some of these speeds upwards to 2,000 miles an hour. These mysterious planes help fuel rumors that Area 51 was used to conduct experiments on extraterrestrial yeah, life extraterrestrial. and their spacecraft. And that's what we hear all the time. Um, notice flying saucer was a mistake. And I give some explanations of, of what I just read here. The wreckage was, was located near a military base in Roswell. It's always that way. The, mm -hmm. Most of the sightings most of UFOs of it is near are in those bases. kind of areas. Um, it looked like aliens. Uh, they claimed uh, in the 50s, wait, what did an alien look like in the 50s yeah. since nobody had ever seen one? <laughs> uh, I guess we got, I think we got it from Hollywood. Well, they got that mannequin with aluminum bones. Yeah, well, we learned what an alien looked like from TV, from fake, from Hollywood sure. movies, aliens. So most UFO sightings are nothing more than things blowing in the wind, reflections of light, satellites, optical illusions, etc., etc. It is worth considering that some of the more serious UFO sightings are, in fact, secret military, military aircraft. Experimental. Uh, friend or foe, yeah. who knows? Do not, and I say this very seriously, do not get caught up in the UFO hype yeah. coming from 
Prophecy Ministries today. Yes. It is a part of the end time delusion. It is. It's and fables. It's, it's shame, Dan, it is shameful that God's men are helping advance the spirit of delusion. Now I'm going to skip some of this, Doc. I have the history of war, and I give it on purpose to show man's drive to to get Dominate. military equipment, yep. guns, bombs, airplanes mm -hmm. to overcome the enemy or defend against the enemy. It's important to see this because it helps you understand what's going on. And the advancement of yeah. it all. The advancement of military stuff, weaponry, airplanes, yes. bombs. I talk about the nuclear bomb in great detail, the nuclear age. I have a story in here about the Manhattan Project mm -hmm. where they built the, the atomic bomb right. that they dropped on Japan in 1945. And I talk about the fact that only a few people at the top level even knew what was being built. Even the new president didn't know. Even Truman <laughs> didn't vice know. President. The vice president didn't know we were building a, an atomic bomb yeah. until... FDR died, yeah. and he was sworn in. They pulled him aside and told him about the Now, bomb. here's what you got. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everybody worked. There were 120,000 people working on the Manhattan Project. Probably less than 100 even knew what, what was being What built. they were really working yeah. on. And probably way But that's, that's still going on You know, today. I was in the Navy. In the Navy, we learned in, in school that classified information was on a need-to-know no basis. basis. Every, every military guy knows that. We got that in the Air Force. Yep. You didn't know unless you needed to know. Even I had a top secret clearance, and there were a whole lot of things that I didn't know. So I, I go through the Manhattan, I go through military, the bombs, the fact that in 1952 they invented the hydrogen bomb. Mm-hmm. 1,000 times more powerful than so the So you wonder what we really have today. Seven, that was over 70 years ago. What do we got today? That's it. And uh, The advancement in science, unbelievable. Now I got a yeah. section in here about the Cold War. The, the end of the book is all about UFOs and the Cold War. Mm -hmm. Because the Cold War began, guess what, in, the, in 1947, basically, yeah. um, or 1945. That's whenever we were ending World War II, Russia and America were the... Basic liberator, uh, you know, we, we liberated that part of Europe, and so they split up and took part, and we took part. That's how they got, uh, we had West and East Berlin, and we divided all that out. Yeah. So, yeah, it all began back then. Yeah, and the Cold War basically was Russia and America, the yes. Soviet Union and, yes. and America competing Because at that time, we were the predominant powers of the right. world. China was... Not even a thought of product. And it actually lasted until 1991. Mm -hmm. Now, I think to some degree it's still going on, but really, Ronald well, Reagan they're had returning a lot to, do to it with rapidly. Ending yes. that. Uh, but really, the years from like 47 to 69 were big. Mm -hmm. And there were a lot of things going on in secret, and we just read about some of them. Mm -hmm. That's what all this is these testing grounds and the testing the flying wing and these, these aircraft. And look, when, when you see something like that, no one's ever seen it. What are you going to think? Uh, oh my goodness, that must be from another planet yeah. in the, the height. That's, that's because, because of the media and the ability of uh, movies and all of that. Yeah. I want to tell the audience right now, just as serious as I can, hmm. there are no aliens or fallen angels flying around in spacecraft. That's none. right. Zero, none, I promise yeah. you. Uh, it's, it's all a, 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 it's a fable. It's a fable. It's not true. There are military things out there from our government and other governments. Those are out there. 
And uh, don't get caught up in this stuff. That's right. So the Cold War. Here, now let me let me prove what I'm saying here. I have a picture. I'm going to have Rex put this picture up. Uh, look look at that. Can you imagine? This thing existed from 1943 to 1945. The Germans built this thing. This is literally a flying wing, a prehistoric flying yeah. <laughs> wing, long before America. Triangular shaped. This thing actually flew. This had jet engines. Can you imagine if you're walking down the street in 1944 and you're headed to the, to the creek and you're going to go fishing and you're with your buddy and you look up and this thing flies by <laughs> or streaks by as a jet, yeah. what would you be thinking? Where did that come from? There's no such thing as that on the, in the world. And if the Germans had that in 43, that tells you how important it was that the scientists that, that snuck out of Germany and came to America that helped us in the atomic program, we'd all be speaking German today instead they knew of English. Things. They knew that Germany was working on the atomic bomb. That's exactly They right. were brilliant people. Oh, brilliant. yes. They still are. Um, you do know I am German in descent. Well, so. most of them are brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, no, they are the brilliant-minded yes. people, the, the Germans. Yeah. And uh, they built things. And uh, they built a flying wing That's with right. jet engines before anybody even, even Knew thought what of it was about. Yeah. And there it was. And now it was expensive. And, of course, the war ends and Hitler didn't use it. But imagine. What my point is, if you'd have saw that thing, in 1944, oh. 1945, flying through the sky or late at night. Where, there You'd was been no unidentified. Such, was, you wouldn't know how yeah, to identify There was it. no such thing as a jet. No. And here goes a jet streaking by. You'd, you'd think that's a UFO. Yeah. It was a UFO. Yeah, unidentified. it was. My point in that is the things that people are seeing 70 or 80 years later Can in you America, yeah. it's the same principle. It's stuff that's being tested. There's stuff we don't yep. know about, and people are seeing it. And then it's the military that gives us all of these distorted, obscure pictures. And I think, I don't remember if we talked about that last week or not, the, the ship, the Omaha. Yes, we that, did. We talked about yeah. that last week. And the video that they released to us is laughable. It looks it's, like 50-year-old video. It's fuzzy, blurry trash, like from the 70s age. It's ridiculous. And we have... We have the ability, if we can take from a satellite and read the license plate, surely on our military ships we got better cameras than well, that. Doc, in the book here, I got two stories on that, that plane that I had Rex put the picture up. World War II flying wing decades ahead of its time. Uh, revolutionary design for a future fighter aircraft that could theoretically fly over war zones. Of the coming century. And there's been a lot of movies made based on all of that stuff. The concept looks more like a flying saucer than a fighter plane. Yeah. It is what aviation experts call a flying wing, a design which ditches the traditional tail fin. Now, I won't, I won't read all this, but uh, um, it looks about as futuristic as a fighter aircraft can get. But the Genesis goes back further back than you think to a truly groundbreaking jet fighter design built and flown in Nazi Germany in the dying days of World War II. Yeah. The aircraft is called the Horton Ho 229, and it might be a footnote in aviation history, but it was so far ahead of its time that its aerodynamic secrets are still not completely understood today. Yes. Amen. This thing's in yeah. Virginia, by the way, at the yeah. Smithsonian. And uh, <laughs> in fact, chief scientists at NASA are still working to discover just how its creators managed to overcome the 
the error, the challenges that should have made it unflyable. It. Yes, it's amazing. Um, there's something in here. Oh, here it is. I want, I want the viewers to see this. In the 2000 movie Captain America, the first yes. Avenger, the hero, uh, the, the Eponis hero battles, uh, or Captain America battles the evil Nazi called Red Skull. I don't know if you've ever seen this. <laughs> I've seen it. Red Skull on board a sleek, menacing, all-wing aircraft. Do you remember the <laughs> aircraft in that movie? This is amazing. It, it was right at the end of World War II where the movie took place, and he's trying to catch that plane or whatever. It's, it's a, it's a yep. flying wing. <laughs> the future of freedom hangs in the balance as the sophisticated jet plane zooms towards New York City with a payload of super weapons intended for total annihilation. Of course, it's all Hollywood CGI. It's not real. It's comic book action rolled into a blockbuster film. The stuff of dreams and star-studded spectaculars. I love this. All made up, that is, except for one thing. The huge bomber, while it is certainly the, project of a, of the product of a director's hyperactive imagination, it is strikingly similar to the HO-229 V3, the first jet-powered flying wing, preserved and on display at the Smithsonian in Chant Chantilly, Virginia, to this day. Yeah. Well, this is what's happened. These things, through media, through the movies, and all of this, has planted so much in the minds of people that it has now developed into a full-blown delusion. UFOs in the sky, and I've got a quote in here, and I, I probably can't find it. Uh, oh, here it is, right here. All propulsion-equipped flying objects that are ever seen or filmed or detected on radar are man-made. Wow. I promise you that's true. Yes. All propulsion-equipped flying objects that are ever seen or filmed or detected on radar are man-made. I want the viewers to get that. Truth or fable? UFOs, truth or fable? Are they, are they fallen angels flying around? Are they aliens or are they fables? Listen, there, there's stuff out there. I promise you there's stuff out there. But it's yeah. man-made. It's, right. it's military stuff. It's either ours or some other country's. It's either uh, something to do with, with the nature around it or it's man-made We've got two minutes left, Doc. Here's the end of the book, the danger of all this UFO hype. Here it is, the danger. I wrote seven things down. Number one, it gets us away from the clear teachings of the Bible. Bible. You said that already. Number two, since it is filled with such sensationalism, it can bring discord among And it believers. has done that. <laughs> Number three, it leads the believer into what Paul warned, fables. 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 We're following fables instead yep. of the Bible. Uh, number four, it keeps us occupied with things other than what the Lord called us to do. Studying the book and teaching the truth. There's some others here, Doc, but we'll save some for the, for the mm. folks to get. And again, I say, do not get caught up in the UFO hype right. coming from Prophecy Ministries today. Yeah. It's hype and it's fables and it's yeah. fiction. They need to get back to Bible prophecy. Doc, we got a minute left. We, we're a viewer-supported ministry. Yes. And by the way, we're getting very close to another payment for the radio yes. and television. We need somebody to write a check for $5,000. We could use some 1000s some 2000s uh, If you have ever given before and you still believe in us, we hope yeah. that you'll uh, uh, do something for us. Get a hold of us. Send us, a, uh, send us an email or something. Yes. We need your help. We're a viewer-supported ministry. Doc, tell the folks what they need to do in 20 seconds uh, to get to heaven. Number one, you need to understand you're lost. 
Nothing you can do about changing your destiny. But God loved you so much that He sent His Son to Calvary's cross. And by placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, you can change your destiny from hell to heaven by being born again. That's Amen. what it's about. I mean, praise God. I got saved in 1981. Amen. God, I've been saved. I'm saved to the uttermost. That's right. I'm saved till the day of redemption. I'm sealed. Till I'm looking forward to the rapture when the saints of God are taken out of here. We're getting out of here. By the way, that's going to happen pretty soon. But until then, keep your eyes on them skies.